This is Running on Sunshine. Thanks for joining us today as we talk about anything from runs down here in the South to nutrition. Now let's pop the hops on sunshine and get this pod started. Hi guys, this is Kristen. I'm here with Megan. Um, We are back here again for Running on Sunshine. Um, Some fun things to talk about today. Um, We, last few times we talked about some positive experiences, some great runs we've had, but today we'd like to go a little dark side here. Um, But first, before we go dark, let's go ahead and talk about our beer for today. Megan. So we're drinking the Florida Cracker beer from Cigar City Brewing, one of the my favorite breweries in Florida. I don't know about you. Yeah. And then this one's a Belgian style white ale. Isn't that in Tampa? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's it's got orange it's got orange peel and coriander. We've had a lot of orange beers. We're gonna have to change things up next time. <laughs> <laughs> all the last three beers were all orange. So I'm gonna pop it real fast. What's well, very Florida? Florida. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> from the south. It's <laughs> very Florida. Man, the pressure of pouring with no head when we're podcasting is just a lot. Yeah. That's a very wide mouth, though, that beer does. Oh, yeah. You're right. Like the pour spout. Yeah. like it. Okay. I am. We're going to have to let that settle first before we taste it. (laughs) I'm not a great pourer. There's a little bit of head on that. Megan hasn't practiced the beer tilt. (laughs) I know. I need to get my 45-degree angle down. (laughs) Much better. So why don't you go ahead and kick us off? Okay. So why why we are um, waiting for our head to go down, um, I... Megan and I had the um, pleasure, or not pleasure, pain <laughs> of doing um, one of the worst runs of all time last September. Is that yeah, what it was? Yeah, I think it was September last year. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone else has... Kind of blocked it out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else has experienced any landmark race events, but we did um, the Wiki Wachi Run, which mm-hmm. sounds like fun. Everyone loves mermaids and fun mermaid things. Yeah, but... we have to say starting off that they're not associated with the Wiki Wachi Park at all. Yes, yes. There there's no association with the with the with the mermaids in the park and all that fun stuff that happens at Wiki Wachi. Um but the run was um awful. Awful. <laughs> really awful. Yeah. <laughs> so it it made us think about what makes runs bad and what makes runs yeah. great. Because because there there are so many positive and great runs out there that Sometimes they're all not like that. And yeah. if that was your first your first half marathon, which we heard some people it was, that mm-hmm. was we felt really awful for them because that's not an experience you would want for your first run. Yeah. I think even the from all the way from the five K to the half marathon at that run was just a disaster. Yeah. So we were gonna go over think what made it awful. awful. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were gonna get into uh, what could make things great. Yeah, or what makes a great run to <laughs> yeah. to us or to maybe you know, other, other people as well. But, um, so one, so I I will say there was one positive thing from the run. Mm -hmm. The medal was amazing. Well, there were two, there were two. Because I felt like the kids that volunteered really tried their hardest, even though there were only very few of them to make things right. They just had no direction. And they were high high school kids trying to run a, trying to run a half marathon, like organize it. Yeah. It was bad. So the medal and the volunteers who had no direction were amazing, but it wasn't their fault. They had no direction. They just, they, they were trying to do what they could do didn't know what yeah but that medal was definitely one of the best medals i've ever gotten it's got glitter and it was big and it had a beautiful mermaid on it yeah it was a really really pretty medal um however i don't ever want to see it again 
Because keeping with the theme of Wikiwachi, the theme for the run was mermaids. Yes. So we were super excited. We had our mermaid leggings and our mermaid tank tops. Yeah, we were <laughs> going for it. Um, as usual, there's a costume. Or any chance for a theme, we're all over it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we started. So we decided not to get a hotel room because we only live, what, an hour from, hour and a half from there? Yeah, um, we're about an hour and a half from there. So we elected not to get a hotel room and wake up at 3.30 in the morning and drive together. Um, it was us and Kathy went mm-hmm. with us, too. Um, and so we get there. Um, I, I w- wish I could say I was awake the whole ride over, but <laughs> wasn't. He's got a nice nap on the way there. <laughs> a nice nap on the way there. Um, so we get there, and we the parking on the website wasn't correct, if I remember correctly. Right, the address was wrong for the parking, so yeah. that was that was the first thing. We were driving around dark parking lots at like 5 in the morning yes. trying to figure out where to go. And then we finally found the parking. But we kept saying, this can't be right, this can't be right. Yeah, because there's no other cars here. And it was completely pitch black. But then we saw somebody else with compression socks and knew we were in the right spot. Yeah, so yeah. we followed said woman <laughs> yeah. out of the dark parking lot like a group of weirdos that we are. And there was one lone streetlight. Yes. And I'll never I'll never forget it because it was one of the creepiest experiences. And there were two other runners, three other runners, huddled underneath this one light on the street. Yeah. And it was completely pitch black everywhere else. And this woman and the, the three of us walked up and joined them under the streetlight. Yeah. Like and we were waiting to be like taken by some aliens or something. <laughs> it was really creepy. Um, and we waited for the shuttle to get there. Yeah. So the shuttle arrives... Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't too much with the shuttle at that point. Just a simple shuttle ride over. We get to the actual registration area because we did, they didn't have shirts. Remember, they shirts they didn't have shirts or something. We had to they, go. Yeah, you had to pick up your. We didn't do early pickup for pick registration. Up. Yeah, so we had mm-hmm. to find our, our pickup, our packet pickup. Um, so we get there. There was there were no signage. Yeah, there was, it was completely dark. Mm-hmm. There were vendors setting up tables. They did have vendors. Do you want to try this? I'm, I've started drinking the beer, everyone. Sure. <laughs> um, so there were vendors set up on either side as you walked up, but it was totally dark. It's really good, right? It's not really my, my taste. Do you not like a wheat beer? I do like a, a wheat beer, but I, for some reason that one just seems a little, a little not as pumpy ears. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. The way to review a beer is pumpy. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> make me like ah beer Friday or beer day, whatever. <laughs> okay, well I will happily drink this without you then. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we go down, we go to pick up our packets. It, that seemed disorganized. There was one person with a bunch of files behind the table. Mm-hmm. We got our stuff. Not to mention, still no lights. We still have no lights. Still no lights, so we had to use our phones to sign our paperwork Mm -hmm. in the dark. That's fine. I feel like you and I have done, like, Masters of Terrain before out in the woods. Mm -hmm. And similarly, at that point, they were, it was right when they very first started doing runs, we had to use our lights to sign our paperwork. And I was okay with that. Yeah, I was okay with that. Yeah. Um, The part that concerned me, as someone who's self-proclaimed klutz, the klutziest person on the planet. Yeah. Um... There was no lights around this parking lot, and there was lots of holes and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. I know um, I took a couple of interesting steps, um, so that was kind of scary for me, uh, you know, because I, like I said I am so accident prone mm-hmm. and klutzy, so that was a little, a little concerning. And then um, Megan has this picture of <laughs> so. They did have porta potties out there. Mm-hmm. However, there were still no lights. 
So literally Megan has this picture of this line of porta potties and this one glowing because I have my <laughs> phone on. <laughs> I will say they had a lot of porta potties. So yes. to their credit, they when you're planning a run, like that is something that you have to really plan yeah. for. And they definitely covered their bases with the porta potties. Yeah, they so. had a lot of those. A lot of those. Um let's see, then so then it then it continues to take a, a turn for the worse. worse. Yeah. Um we see so we're, we're waiting for the, some direction. Nobody could figure out where the start line was. Yes. Remember, yeah. there wasn't like a banner up. Um, and so everyone was just kind of asking each other in different groups. Remember, we kept yeah. splitting up to try and see if any of the other groups standing around knew what was going on. Yeah. And nobody seemed to know. Nobody knew. And we were getting closer and closer to the start time. And I remember being like 10 minutes out and thinking, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Nobody knows where we're supposed to be lining up. And then remember, I jokingly said, do you think that lady's writing the mile markers on the on the signs? Oh, yeah. When we were doing our registration pickup. Yeah. Our packet pickup. Yeah. Because yeah. there was a lady with a with a big, huge, like, magnet Sharpie. Like, mm-hmm. the big ma- magnum, not magnet, magnum Sharpies. <laughs> She was like writing the mile markers on there. And I remember jokingly saying to you and Kathy, do you think you're yeah. just now putting the mile markers? In? And I, and I was like, no possible way. <laughs> we are 30 minutes out from the start time. There is no possible way. That's what's happening. Um, but indeed folks, but yeah. spoiler alert. Yeah. Heads up. <laughs> um, that did in fact happen. Um, and see, so, so then, so then we, a few other runners, because now it's like almost 20 minutes past start time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, still no start. Still mm-hmm. no start. Still no sign of anyone forming a start line, mm-hmm. anything. So then uh, we, the three of us and a couple of other runners go rogue. Well, some runners had already started, remember? Yeah, yeah. And so there was a gentleman standing there next to a golf cart. And I said to him, are those people going to start um, the run already? What are they doing? Are they going to start before since the run's running late? And the gentleman at the time said to me, uh, yeah, I think that's what they're doing. Yeah. And I said, well, if we want to start, should, can we go ahead and do that? Because it's running, getting later and it's, the sun's coming up and it's getting hotter. Yeah. And it's, we're still not, it's in Florida, so we're still not in the cool season yet, yeah, really. Yeah, still September. So yeah. It's still hot, yeah. And he was like, yeah, you guys can go ahead and start if you want. And I said, okay, uh, there's no time. And he said, no, it's not really a time to start. You're fine. Later, I found out that was the race organizer. So <laughs> just letting you know. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> there's that. So we start. <laughs> we start. Um, there's a couple of other, other runners that start with us. Um, and, and we all kind of, you know, form some little weird running group group, um, <laughs> which is great. Uh, I felt like because the road was a uh, main road, it was like six lanes of traffic. I think. Yeah, it was six lanes. I felt safer being with other people out there on our own. Yes. And there, there, there were sidewalks. Mm-hmm. They just weren't mowed. Mm-hmm. So, right. so there technically were sidewalks. Right. They were just a jungle. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like off-roading. Off-roading? Yeah. Well, almost like a... <laughs> Should have worn, worn trail shoes. <laughs> it was very confusing. Yeah. It was like kind of like a trail run, but kind of not. It was very... You would never know what you were going to get. It was clear they hadn't prepared for the run with the, with the sidewalks, at least. Correct. Um, so then we start running, and along the way, we pass some of those nice volunteers. Mm-hmm. Who are walking to their station. Who are walking to their station, mm-hmm. um, which they don't know where their station is. Yep, they have no idea. They, no. they have, think that they're supposed to be at mile marker three. But, but there's no mile markers. And as it turns out, there was no water station at mile marker three. Now, we, I had brought my camel pack. 
I did not. And I just, and I just brought it just simply because I didn't know anything about this run or this company that was organizing it. And I didn't know what to expect. And I was like, oh, I read the website. There's water stations. We'll be, I'll be fine. Yeah. So I'm glad that I brought my camel pack because it ends up, Kristen had to drink out of it a couple of times <laughs> because as it turns out, there were no water stops. There was no water stops. Or take that back. That's, that's a, that's a false statement. There was water stops. There was just no, well, there was like one water stop at that one water stop. There was just no cups. So that was at mile between mile five and six, I yes, believe. Yes. I have a video. We can share it on our Facebook and our Insta. Yeah. Of me on my hands and knees, you as well mm-hmm. on our hands and knees, literally under like a big, huge Gatorade thing. Trying to get water, trying out. to get water out. And I'm glad we got there before. I'm glad we started early. Cause if we'd gotten there after everyone else, yeah, cause there wasn't a backup plan. There would have been a line. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember further down when we turned to come back? There was um, spectators buying water at the gas station. There were, and that where the turnaround was, that truck of people that were sitting there handing out waters, that was actually the fire department that had driven by and asked some of the runners what was going on. And apparently they told, they kind of gave him the rundown. And so he grabbed his other friends from the fire department. They went and bought cases of water and were set up at the turnaround mark for us. Yes, it was bad. It was really, really bad. It was really bad. Um, so... So you think you're thinking right now, wow, this run can't get any worse. Oh, oh but wait. <laughs> oh, but wait, it can. <laughs> um, so not only were we on sidewalks, we also had to cross main roads. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know we also checked and they said they did have safety for the runners. So apparently, according to the race director, he filed to have DOT come out and police assistance. But it turns out that that was a lie. That later, everyone was so enraged that they pulled records and there was actually no filing with DOT or the police department to ask for any kind of. Yes. Yeah, so, so you, if you understood that correctly, because I know you did, it's your, <laughs> there are definitely, we definitely were pushing this, the walk cross button. <laughs> every, <laughs> And then waiting. And then and, waiting. And for us, it's, we're adults and it's the half marathon and it's dangerous still to cross a major road like that back and forth. And, but there were kids at the five. Mm-hmm. And so I can't imagine there were people with strollers. I can't imagine crossing those intersections, trying to wrangle your kids and the stroller. No one's directing traffic. Yeah. And it was early when we started the 5k started later that morning. Yeah. I think they started the 5k around nine or 10. Cause they were running when we came back. Remember? Yes. yes. Um, so more traffic, more traffic. No, no one policing it. Not even someone from the race seeing mm-hmm. that all this was going on. Yeah. Stepping up and being like, nothing, nothing, big fat zero. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> happening. Um, so then we finished the run, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we do. Yep, there were the cute cutie pie kids on the course, and they were kind of helping us. But during the run, if you'll remember, first of all, the mile markers that were out were in the wrong place. Oh, that's right. Because I was tracking it, and then, so were, were you tracking it as well, or was no, I think Kathy, Kathy was okay. tracking it? So we were tracking it, and then we were talking with other runners as we went. Because I was like, "This is so confusing. This is where mile seven should be. I don't even see a mile marker anywhere." Yeah. And so another woman running next to me was like, "Yeah, four and five were messed up too." And I was like, "I hadn't been paying attention at that point." So they started paying attention, and if you will remember, the run actually came up short. It was twelve something miles instead of thirteen point one. But at that point, I didn't care. It was so hot, and I was yeah. so miserable. I just wanted to get, I was get the miserable. heck out of Dodge. I was pretty miserable. Mm-hmm. Miserable. There were two or three ambulances on the course. I just, I never saw an official with the race 
like riding the course or medics or checking checking nobody was it was really bizarre yeah it was bad um i will say on a positive the tank was actually a nice thin weight tank that they gave you the tank top yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it was i still wear mine i really like it my puppy ate mine i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) so Um, yeah so we finished the run yes we get back and we were able to get a shuttle right away Yes. However, my understanding is some people had to wait an hour and then some people couldn't even wait. And so they had to walk two miles back to their car because apparently they had only hired one shuttle driver and she'd started her day at four or five o'clock and she had some mandatorily have a 30 minute break. Mm-hmm. And so she had to stop and take a break and have lunch and stop driving the, the shuttle. Uh, so yeah. she pulled over somewhere and just sat during her break. So you can't blame her for that. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I can't. We were very lucky to get the shuttle back because I would have lost my mind. I was so exhausted. I would have yeah. lost. But if you'll remember, we saw people walking back to the parking lot even when we were taking the shuttle because it was taking so long. I do remember that now. That you, again, like I definitely tried to block a lot. Of that I know I did too. I totally did. And um, I know that they they tried to blame lots on the hurricane mm-hmm. on Hurricane Irma because that had happened the yeah. week or two before. But it was an area that wasn't heavily impacted. Right. By the hurricane. Yeah. So it was just ridiculous. Yeah. It was ridiculous. He did, He did like Kristen said, he put out a statement afterwards because there were so many people demanding a refund. And he blamed it basically on the hurricane and made a bunch of excuses. So fun fact today, because I knew we were going to talk about this, I went ahead and tried to pull up their website and their Facebook page, and they have shut down their website. Oh. I know. And the last activity on the Facebook page is from Mermaid. So I would probably hide that if I was them. I know. <laughs> shut down the Facebook page yeah. too. Shut it down. I, I have a sneaky feeling they probably just renamed the company or something. Yeah. But very scary. I'm sure you can eventually, if, if they you can probably do some research and see if they've renamed it. I'm yeah. sure a lot of their stuff is still the same, like their physical address or something. But mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Hmm. But yeah. Very scary. I want my money back if you're out there listening, Landmark, or whoever you are. Yeah. Landmark <laughs> events. We're on to you. Yeah. <laughs> so that made us, when we were talking about this and we were rehashing it, it kind of made us think like, all right, what are some things that we look for in a super awesome run? Yeah. So I know um, we mentioned a couple of times here and, the, and, and negatively, but for, for most people, uh, I know safety is very important. It's, it's like number one. Yeah. So it's not only safety for, your, for yourself, but also other runners. Like you want the course to be well marked. Um, you know, so that mm-hmm. way, you know, you know where you're going. Um, you want to see medical presence. Um, for sure. Like you want to make sure somebody's out there. Or there's at least a way to get an ambulance if something happens. Like I, I know that we do our, lo- our local <laughs> run here and they, those guys on the bicycle the whole entire time. Yeah. Or my personal favorite, the firemen in their suits. Oh, yes. Yes. We, Kristen makes us run with them. <laughs> In case she, and I quote, needs mouth-to-mouth at some point. I do love my husband. I'm not saying it's, it's more for my safety that we run close to them. Um, but, yeah, so so I think that's safety is number one. You're not, you know, like we said, like marks, lights, um, all that mm-hmm. fun stuff. Um, medical presence. It's also nice to see medical tent, you know. Yeah, med tent is great, especially if you're doing a half. Like, it's not, I don't feel like a med tent's as necessary for, like, a 10K or. A... No, but anything more than that. Yeah. I really think. I do, too. Um, and most importantly, staying hydrated. Mm-hmm. Like, that's super important, you know. Yeah, not having water stops for that many people in that kind of heat. 
Yeah. Is if insane. you hadn't brought your camel pack, I could have died from dehydration. I saved your life. I saved yeah. your life. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of owe me now. Yeah. Okay. Fair uh, enough. Yeah. I'll get you breakfast next time. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, so um, I also think volunteers, like in this case, the volunteers were so cute and they tried to fix the mm-hmm. problem. They were trying. They were high school kids. They had no idea, no direction. So having someone in charge of volunteers and coordinating them. Yeah, like a volunteer coordinator. Yeah. And yeah. keeping it really organized mm-hmm. is awesome. And then I think like similarly, the the race director's job is to coordinate all of the coordinators. Yeah, like exactly. The, like the race director was clearly not on the course, not coordinating anything in our case of the mermaid run. Um so he should have had somebody taking point mm-hmm. on all these different places. Mm-hmm. And then he just could have, if there was problems, then he troubleshoots. Right. And I know, I know some people also enjoy like entertainment on a run, mm-hmm. you know, um, rock and rock and roll does that. Disney yeah. does that. There's a lot of entertainment. However, one of my favorite runs that we've done, this was a couple of years ago and there was no entertainment, but it's still one of my favorite runs is, um, the iron girl series in Clearwater. Mm-hmm. It was so pretty. It was such a pretty run. I felt like, that run, everyone was just so friendly and happy too. Yes, yes. It made the run, like we talked to so many people yeah. and just had the best day just looking at the scenery and it, and was, it was distracting the whole time because it was so beautiful. Yeah, it was it was so pretty. And like mm-hmm. there, there, there was no other entertainment other than just the scenery around you. So would you say great location for that? Yeah, I think great location is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean like, so I think those are, those are nice. You know, like I said, Disney does a great job of that. Rock and roll does a pretty good job. Um, I feel like the gate river run in Jack's does an amazing job at that too. It's also entertainment and just the atmosphere that the, that the, that the, the local people there bring to the run, you know? Yeah. If you guys are listening and you can think of other runs that have amazing entertainment or big, amazing views like Big Sur or something like that, hit us up and let us know. Cause Mm -hmm. we would love some suggestions. We're always looking for fun, new runs for sure. Have run or have fun run will travel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, everyone's personal favorite, swag, bling. Mm, the bling. The medal. It's like the most important. A good medal and a good race shirt. Yeah. So important. Yeah. <laughs> there have been runs that I've been like, I'm not interested in that. And then the medal comes out and I'm like, and now I'm interested in that. <laughs> you know, it's funny in shirts too, sometimes just being comfortable. Remember that bounce shirt from the bounce run? Oh yeah. It's yeah. just a white t-shirt, but, but they pick the softest cotton. It's the most comfortable I know. shirt. <laughs> it's from like a bounce run. Like from a 5k bounce run. Yeah. And it's like, literally my husband's like, when are you going to throw that shirt out? Never. I'm like, hmm. Because does it have holes in it yet? Then it's yeah, not going yeah. anywhere. Are these stains not coming out? It's so good. <laughs> I have hundreds of run shirts, and I probably rotate five of them out. Yeah, I wear the that's same ones. very sad. Sometimes we accidentally wear the same one. Oh, that's really funny when that happens, because we both have a ton of shirts. Yes. So I can never... <laughs> I don't know how we managed it. We must mind meld when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> We're having, like, one of those days. Yes. <laughs> so, and I really think that, like, another thing that makes... An amazing run is good runner communication. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a company or an organization that's just talking to you the whole time, they're telling you what's going to happen and what to expect and where to go. Everything's really clear. That for me, when it's seamless and you just walk in and you know right where to go or there's people directing you, mm-hmm. that makes it so much more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's so much less stressful because yeah. otherwise I'm just like, oh, I don't want to have to worry about that the night before a run. Yeah. Organized starts are nice. <laughs> Organized mm-hmm. starts, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a start on time. Start on time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. I yeah. totally agree. What do you think about like finish line parties? Are you eh, or are you a big did, finish line partier? So it kind of depends on a if I have to get out of my hotel room. 
Because <laughs> if I have to get in my hotel room, my my shower is going to come first. Uh huh. Um, but if I'm, you mean like if there's a party later that night? Well, like if so, like so. Let's say I'm spending the night. So like when I went to Savannah, I was spending the night anyway. Yeah. So it wasn't a big deal for me to run back to my hotel room get checked out. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's when I. For the gate example, like okay. I think it's fun when we hang out for the gate for like you know 30, 45 minutes, but then we got to get back, mm-hmm. shower, and get out of the hotel room. Yeah. Um. So it really just depends on how much time I have and where my next destination is. Is it home? Is it back in the hotel? Mm-hmm. All that stuff. I kind of feel like it depends on the party. Yeah. Like gate. By the time we finish gate, we'll have a we'll have to do an episode on gate too. But I mm-hmm. feel like um, by the time we finish the gate, like I'm usually a little intoxicated. Mm. So it's like for me, it's nine point six miles of drinking. A lot yeah, of times. at one point I was double fisting. I know. <laughs> I was doing shots of Fireball this last year with a with a champagne cup in my hands, real classy. And then I grabbed oh, a Boston man. cream donut. At least you added some carbs in there to I soak know, it to up. Soak it up. I had yeah. something. I had to absorb it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I feel like for the gate, like I need to kind of stay after the after party and sober up a little. Yeah, <laughs> well, I was about to say, well, there's beer at the after party. I know. <laughs> I have figured out. Oh, I probably shouldn't say, it, but I have figured out how to get in front of the beer line <laughs> at the gate. Yeah, I wouldn't. I know. I shouldn't talk about it. Yeah, she's only kidding. <laughs> Just kidding, folks. Just kidding. Yeah, she bumped her head earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I agree with you. I think it kind of depends on the party. But yeah. Anything else you can think of that just like really makes it for you? I mean, obviously your company. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. I do have to say that if we have like a friend group or it's us or mm-hmm. like I have somebody else with me, I'm more apt to stay for a party afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know who does a really good after party is um, Run for the Pies in Jacksonville too. Oh yeah. That was fun. Yeah. yeah was fun. They have a great after party. They have a pie eating contest and a costume contest afterwards. But that run is always so hot that by the time we're done, I stay in a hangout for the party because it's really cool. But I'm just like, oh my God. I need, to, I need a fresh change of clothes. Yeah. That was a fun run. We should go back and do it again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so just um, an update again, just a reminder that Run Disney Paris has a select group of bibs. The 5K sold out, but the 10K and the half are still available. Anybody's looking. Otherwise, I think that's it for us for this week. Yeah. I think we're good. Yeah. Come join us again next week, guys. Yeah, Thanks we'll so ya. much. Bye.